This is Shop Talk with Jeff and John. This is a podcast about bicycles and all things bicycles. But it's more than that. We also discuss our adventures, not only on the bike, but off of it as well. We may or may not be experts, but we definitely have something to say. Hello and welcome to another episode of Shop Talk. How you doing, Jonathan? Konnichiwa. <laughs> hey, I know that one. I did it. You I did, did it. it. Yes. My my uh, 99 cent Rosetta Stone came in handy. Yeah. Again. Well, I thought it was the free 99 one that you were participating in. Those bastards. They they upped the took, price. Yeah. To 99 cents. They give cent. you free samples and then they're like, They oh. get you hooked, reel you in. Yeah. Yeah. That's... You like, know, that ain't right. That's how it works. Die you, get you addicted and then, like, ch- charge you more the next time. Yeah. So, I like, I have to pay extra to say goodbye or something. I don't know. So, I'll figure that one out. We, you got to figure out how yeah, to say goodbye. It's on layaway be- right now. Between now and the end of the show? It's something. And financing <laughs> is kicking in. Yeah. So. Um, well, speaking of hello in Japanese, I think they say it like three different, depending on the time of day, there's three different greetings. Konnichiwa in the morning, konnichiwa in the afternoon. And then konnichiwa in the evening? Yes. I know there's Ohio Gazimus, but I don't know what time of day that one's for. Uh, but bless I think, you. I, okay, thank you. I think you're okay with konnichiwa at any time of day, but if you want to be formal, then you can break it down. How do you say it? Uh, Ohio Gazimus. Ohio. Gazimus. Gazimus. Yeah, and you know, I didn't subscribe to the ninety nine or free ninety nine oh, Rosetta Stone. Oh, so, you're rubbing in. Okay, so thank I ha- you. I have no idea if that's correct or not, and it's been a long time since I actually lived in Japan. But living in Japan, I mean, that's that's quite a, an adventure. Yeah, you learn to speak a little bit, enough to order beer and food. How does it How does it feel to be amongst five foot people? <laughs> it was fine. It was good. They all have black hair. They all look alike? 100%. <laughs> I think. I have no idea what's happening right now. <laughs> um, before we get any further, though, uh, chomping at the bit to say that we have a special guest in studio with us today. We have a very special guest. Yeah, your, your, your other adventure partner. Yes, Trina. Is here with us today. Trina is my wife. Yes. My best friend in the whole wide world. And she's... Um, Joining you on adventures here as of late. She is. Yeah. Hello, Trina. Welcome. Hi. We don't mean to put words <laughs> in your mouth, but you know that's sort of what we yeah. do. Yeah. Um, welcome. Thank you. Thank I know you you've been here me. before, but I think yeah. you just sort of observed and watched the madness. Now I got you actually in the hot seat, so we'll see how that goes. And if we're still friends later, I don't know. <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> I do. I do too, since okay. I'm the one that invited you. <laughs> um, so, yeah, we're going to delve into some uh, some things that you and Jonathan have been doing. Most notably, we're going to talk about your backpacking trip. But I know that you've got into the kayaking thing. And Jonathan has said in the past that you really like it. You I have, really enjoy it. Yeah. yeah. So we'll talk about that a little bit. But just wanted to catch up real quick on our last conversation, um, the whole adventure bike thing. You guys went crazy this last week. Yeah. Myself. You and Vinny. Yeah. Well, I, I didn't know Vinny was going to go crazy. I had no clue. Because I he's like, and then well, he starts you... sending us these text messages of what do you guys think about this bike? What do you guys think about this bike? 
I'm like, whoa. <laughs> yeah, he was looking at the 920, the 1120. Uh-huh. I'm like, wait a minute. Are, we're, we're, I'm standing in line at Disneyland. <laughs> Guardians of the Galaxy, right? It's you know? nonstop. The, the text messaging. Yeah. And age, you guys, the, te- the text thread just blew up. And, you know, I end up ignoring my wife for about 20 minutes. You know, I don't know how she feels about that. You know, well, I thought but, you were ignoring us because it took you a while to answer. Yeah, I'm making out with my wife right now in line yeah. at Disneyland. Well, there that, you go. That cue is actually very entertaining. So yeah. yes, yes. So y'all did go to Disneyland. We Disneyland. did mm-hmm. Disneyland. Yeah, that's that seems to be your thing. You, I know you guys have the the the. the <laughs> you, we're, we're paying good money for it. <laughs> we have to use it. Quantico. <laughs> you gotta go yeah. right. Yeah, make, they make make that monthly payment work. So, mm-hmm. so uh, yeah. So now it it appears. That the three of us, I'm, I'm not Trina, but you, myself, and Vinny, Vinny, are now geared up or have equipment for an adventure bike trip. We're working on it, right? Uh, you went out on a shakedown ride, and yeah. you did okay? Um, I realized that it, it's going to be slow. Yes. I think you, you've already alluded to that. Mm. Um and I know you like jumping off the couch and hitting big miles. Like, we can get to where we want to go in, like, 22 miles. But you said, well, let's go around this way and make it, like, 40. I'm like, after that six-mile loop that I did, I'm thinking, nope, I'm just going to do the 20. <laughs> you know, if you just take time and you just, I mean, I just go by hours, you know? Like, yeah. I expect to ride for six or eight hours. That's all. I don't know. Okay. So I'm like, I'm not trying really hard. You know what I mean? Well, at six miles an hour, if we left from here, that's 13 plus the 19. That's whatever that is, 37. Mm -hmm. So 40, that's seven hours. There you go. Is that a. What what else are you going to do the rest of your day? Well, I would probably sit down and recuperate and not move because. Yeah. (laughs) Because that. Because you get to camp. Yeah. And and this is what I was talking about today, I think, or maybe to myself it's like it gets dark now at 4 30 mm-hmm. so we ride a bike for seven obviously we're not carrying firewood sure right so we get to camp we have a camp we set up we're doing an overnighter it gets dark at five are we going to bed at six yeah <laughs> well, that's what we do when we go backpacking anyways i know and i was thinking about that like the last time that we went and we did the baldy trip and we came down and we were completely just gone yeah but this was actually before we went before the time change but it was it was still dark at six and i think we were in the tents exactly done by like seven yeah so yeah that's why like i don't take i don't see an issue with it you know what i mean like the the day is spent just doing the adventure doing the adventure right Right. so whatever The, the thing i did map it and it's a little further on the 78 than we've than we both thought. 79, you mean? Yeah, the 79. Uh, it's three miles on that road. So Well, that's going to be the worst three miles of your life. <laughs> <clears throat> we all have to pick straws and say, who's going to be at tail end Charlie? <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> the first one picked off. Yeah. yeah. Um, so <laughs> we have to discuss that. And I actually will probably te- uh, pre-drive the route just to see what the shoulder looks like. Because I'm not going to lie, I I'm, I'm scared of cars. If there's no if there's no shoulder, so I we'll know. we'll play it. But uh, Palba Road has um, 500 feet of climbing in the last two and a half miles to coming up to the 79. 
So uh, yeah, I mean, so just know that even if there's no shoulder, we're on adventure bikes. So we get to create our own shoulder. Yeah. That, so I mean, if the edge of the road goes into the grass or the dirt, then we can just exactly hop off and ride there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that makes it a little more um, palatable, I yeah. guess. Sure. Is, for lack of a better word. Dude, you know, try not to overthink it. We'll just go. Yeah. One of us dies. Oh, well. Huh. As they say at all of those, he died doing what he loved? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I, don't yeah. Know, I don't know who's going to give that speech. <laughs> <laughs> the survivor. <laughs> wow. That took a really dark turn, and I, and I apologize. Um, and then, so, okay. So, <laughs> on the brighter, brighter side... Uh, yeah, Vinny's getting involved, and he's picking up a bike this week. Yeah. Um, and uh, we're getting him set up. I'm a little bit frustrated because Trek, uh, Bond Trigger, uh, accessories and stuff, they're changing up their lineup. Right. And all the part, all the accessories, the bike packing accessories that I'm in love with right now aren't, aren't available. Are all gone. Yeah. Okay. And I don't know what to say about it. I'm a little bit upset. Yeah. Well, we live and learn or or something. Or we make do. Something. Uh, but so I think I don't have all the water in mind. I put very little water, but I did have fuel, food, probably more clothes than I need. I, I may have like thirty pounds okay. in the trailer. You know, and so there's room for there's Yeah, room. but how much does the trailer weigh? Oh, I didn't weigh the trailer. I actually weighed the dry bag. Well, it's still part of your gear. That's true. So the trailer, if we trailer's ten pounds, so that's forty pounds I'm towing on the back. Have, without, have fun with that. Without the water. So, like I said, you know, I did that little shakedown cruise, um, and and I've heard you talk about it at work several times that the gravel bike riding on a road going up and down hills, it's way different than you take a gravel bike riding up and down hills on a dirt road. Yeah. And it's like, I never really experienced that difference until I did the shakedown cruise this week. It's like, yeah, cause mm-hmm. I ride a mountain bike. You don't really feel the difference and I don't put my road bike on the dirt. So yada, yada, yeah. yada. Mm-hmm. But so I was riding on pavement and the trailer feels really smooth on the pavement and you feel like, Hey, exactly. You're, you're totally not, fine. You're not really lugging. Yeah. And then you jump, Five feet to the left and get on a dirt and road. You and you have it, all this drag. Wow, right? Crazy. That's crazy. And yeah. it's like, now I feel the trailer. I feel yeah. the trailer hitting bumps. I feel the trailer doing things. Yep. But on, on the smooth pavement, you don't feel it. So yep. it's like, it's it's kind of gets you into a false sense of security mm-hmm. of what you're able to do. Yeah. And uh, I showed a couple of people, I think maybe you the profile of some of the climbings that I, of the climbs that I did, like real gut-wrenching granny gear climbs. Yeah. And it, it climbed pretty good. I mean, like when you're really struggling in the granny gear, you can. Yeah. And if you're having to go over the hump and the trailer hasn't went over the hump, you can definitely uh-huh. feel it. Yeah. Um, but I was surprised at how smooth it was or how much I didn't feel it going over braking bumps or the washboard bumps. Like, oh, okay. So like, like going up, um, but like you talked about last week, I think I'm going to not go to a rigid fork. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna keep the shock or mm-hmm. the suspension fork on the front after experiencing that. Yeah, even if it's a two inches of travel, it does smooth it out. Yeah. So going up the the washboards, you don't really feel it too much. I mean, you can, you know, the granny gear, and I felt the tire slip a little bit when it got stick uh, super stiff or steep, so that was fine. But coming down, 
like you didn't even feel the trailer at all behind you. Okay. Like, and then I was like, well, okay, got to be careful. When do I, when do I break? Cause yeah. she's like, yeah, you don't yeah. want to lock it up too much because the trailer has no braking device. Yeah. So, right, right, right. But, um, I, th- I thought it was pretty good. Six miles. Uh, well, I mean, even so, like when our daughter was what, four, five years old, three, I mean, you know, I had her in the, in the, in the trailer, you know, yeah. and I would go mountain biking with it and I could totally feel it. I mean, it, just the weight would be pushing me and, yeah. and dragging me down and stuff. You and had then, like a burly trailer? Uh-huh. Correct. Yeah. 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 We, we, we tipped her over a couple times. That we, was, that was you. We <laughs> tipped her over a couple times. <laughs> oh, the... I still remember it vividly. There was, it was one time, and she was just done with him. And she yeah. didn't speak very well yet, but she was really mad, so she's just yelling at him in gibberish. Nice. And she won't get back in the thing. Like She takes off walking in the direction of our house. Stomped and like, out. She would not get back in the thing. Well, I, I can imagine. Yeah. It was freaking funny. Like, I've never seen someone chew somebody out in like gibberish before. No! So, so yeah, yeah. It's it's how haul in the gear, the cargo. Yeah, it's, it'll be fun. And then, like any anything, my wife will tell you that if there's something new and it's something to research and something to read. And you said it. I have become obsessive with mm-hmm. it now. I'm like looking at all uh, bike packing websites, backpacking Facebook feeds, bike packing Instagram yeah, feeds. Right. And it's you mentioned it. It's a, looking at the gear, seeing how other people have it set up, and yeah. then B, to get an idea of what people carry, you know? I mean, have you you've seen some of those pictures? People are carrying some mega cargo. Yeah. Well, We're so, not even, you know, at that, at that stage. Yet. Yeah. Well, and then, like, I was talking with Cameron, and he says, well, yeah, these people are going for three weeks. I'm like, yeah, but, man, that's a hard three weeks, because... I actually started following a Bob trailer Instagram and then there's people with Bob trailers who have the full setup like you do, panniers, saddlebags, mm. front bags, handlebar bags, frame bags, and a full Bob trailer. Yeah. It's yeah, like, yeah. That's, that's like they're bike riding with 150, 200 pounds. But I, don't, I think those guys are doing more than three weeks. They're doing like continental. Yeah. They're, well, know, yeah, they're down like, in Morocco. Yeah. yeah they're they're yeah, going from yeah, Morocco to yeah. someplace. Yeah. But man. That's insane. You do what you got to do. That's, you know, it's a, a overlanding, truly uh-huh. over, overlanding right <laughs> yeah, there yeah. With, with 200 pounds of stuff and a bike. Yeah. 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 Interesting. So. Well, we'll see. Yeah. Well, it's all about, and I think I'm going to start commuting a couple of days a week just to sort of probably not carry the trailer though. I am working out my schedule so that we can commute like I, one day. One of my week. notes right here is, look at that, challenge Jonathan <laughs> to at least one day of commute with yeah. some gear. Maybe not a full load, but yeah. 15 to 20 pounds yeah. of something. Yeah. Just because if nothing else, going up I'll white bring wood. a full load and my gear. There you go. Well, didn't you do that with JT, though, before you guys went out? We did. You did yeah. full. Yeah. And right. Well, I rode with him one time yeah. when we when we. We all rode. We yeah. rode to my house. Yeah. 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 And that's where I learned, like, my gearing sucked. Yeah. And so I changed that up. So that, that was, was part of the shakedown I did. Cool. So, yeah. So I'm, I think if I, cla- I my, 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 my next big goal would be to, at six miles an hour, I'd have to leave at six o'clock in the morning to make it to work. 
because it's two hours. It's not going to be six hour, six miles an hour on the road. Yeah, so I, that's what I'm It'll thinking. It'll be seven. Okay, seven and a half maybe? Yeah. Yeah, and yeah. then if no, I... No, you'll be fine. If I can make Whitewood at the end of the day climbing, that's a six-mile climb with the 30-pound trailer. Yeah, for 10 minutes. Yeah. That's all. Yeah, 21 on a slow day. <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> it's totally doable. Yeah, so we, I invited you to invite Trina in today. <laughs> or I sent an invitation out to Trina through you. Yes. Because yes. you know her. <laughs> <laughs> I see him often. Yeah, once, yeah. One, once in a while. <laughs> to, to, because I, want, I know we glazed over it briefly. We talked about your Joshua Tree trip. I know there was wind. You cut it short. There was locks. <laughs> <laughs> That's a very good summary. <laughs> yes. But... I feel there's more to the story, and I've talked to you about backpacking. And if and it, this is your first backpacking yes. or yeah. hike camping yeah. trip, <laughs> yes. as it as it were. Yeah. So I wanted to, because some of my notes to talk about is like, what did you learn? Would you do it again? What would you do different? And I figured I want I wanted to hear it from you. If I mean, if that's cool. Yeah. So I still want to know what. No, no, no. Don't mind me. I'll just. I just sit right I, here. I'm just, <laughs> I still want to know no. what Jonathan learned. I mean, that's all good, but I wanted a different person. <laughs> still, still wanted a different. You might as well just call it the Jeff and Trina show. I mean, really, please, dude. <laughs> okay, <laughs> get, rid, get rid of those notes. <laughs> so, um, well, Jonathan, lead us off. Tell us about what led up to the trip. And then Trina trying. Oh, in. geez, I don't know. You might have a better perspective on that. How did I convince you? Well, no, we were planning on doing a canoe kind of overnight trip and like see how much we could get into the canoe. And where were we gonna go? Lake Mead. Lake Mead, and there's an island in the middle of Lake Mead, and so you could row out to the well, island. Actually, then... first we were gonna go to Mono Lake. And that was, you know, up by Yosemite, yeah, whatever. Yeah. No, oh, that is what we were going to yeah. do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then that week, it snowed. It snowed, but we had plans, and so we were going to load up the kayak with, like, all of our stuff and paddle out to this island and stay there overnight. And then about a week before, we, like, the temperatures were dropping. And yeah. Then it did, and it did snow that weekend. There was predicted that it was going to snow up there, and it did. And so he was like, good, we're going to go to Joshua Tree. And I was like, how did this go from kayaking to hiking? Like, how, okay, we're going to do it then. Nice. And Yeah, and we knew going in that it was still at that time where there wasn't, like, a moderate temperature out there. Like, it was still really warm during the day and uh -huh. then cold at nighttime. So... We kind of knew that going in, and that's what happened to us. But yeah, and I know I don't. I mean, uh, getting jumping jumping the gun here. I know there was wind, but yeah. it's always. I mean, it one day out of seven, there you could have three days of really good wind, or some three days of really no wind. Yeah. So y'all had the advantage of being out there during wind, right? Yeah. First night it was. The Good. first night it was fine. There wasn't mm -hmm. really that much wind at all. We didn't get, I kind of work a different schedule than you guys do. So I start at seven in the morning and I have an hour commute to work. And so I'm up at five in the right. morning to go. And he wanted to leave, you know, Friday afternoon when I got off. And so by the time we got all the way up to Joshua Tree, it was nine. And that's kind of the time I go to bed. So I'm already <laughs> like just dropping like my whole life. We're like, he's putting the backpack on me at the car and I'm like, Oh my gosh, I can't believe we have to do this right now. 
And so we didn't make it very far the first night. We just made it far enough where we couldn't hear the road anymore. Yeah. Kind of thing. And so it was really nice. The temperature was nice. And like it was just like, okay, this is what it is. This is great. You know? And then by the time we got going the next morning and got up and got everything situated and figured out how much I was going to carry and all of that, like it was already getting hot. And he was carrying a lot of the weight. Like, my backpack looked like it was stuffed, but that's because I had, like, all of the extras. Like You had the, the fluffy stuff in I had stuff the sleeping it. bags and, like, the jackets <laughs> and the clothes. And he had the water. And, so, like, you, Jonathan, you were carrying all the water and food? Yeah. yeah. All, all the high-density, low-volume yeah. stuff? That yeah. water, man. Dude. Yeah, he had a lot of water with us, which actually ended up working out well because it was very warm. My pack was, I think, 60 pounds, 65 I know when, pounds. When you said that before, it's like, that's insane because you, yeah. you weigh, what, 130? Yeah. I mean, really? <laughs> wow. Thanks. Wow. Well, no, I don't know. You know. How much, what do you weigh, I mean, 140 then? Is that low? Yeah, it's a little private. I mean, really? Do we really oh want to? Well, no, so, I'm just, I mean, no, I'm just doing it in... 138 on a good day. I'm just talking know? in formula. I mean, yeah. Just yeah. like so. a percentage of <laughs> mass to the yeah, percentage yeah, yeah. of weight yeah. that you no, were carrying. Yeah, no, I'm you, 40. 140. You were carrying... So when you do what, you, 65... You were carrying almost half your body weight. Yeah. yeah. That's an... Ins- that's... That's... It hurt. That's yeah. a feat. It hurt. Yeah. Yeah. So... so um. Yeah, so, Tri- so Trina's pack was... Hold on, it was like, like 25? 25, yeah, 25 pounds. Yeah. It was all fluff, but, man. But my backpack looks like five times bigger than his. <laughs> yeah, well, I saw the pictures. Yeah. I'm like, man, he really loaded her down. <laughs> 25 pounds. <laughs> I'm like, like yeah. how did he get away with giving her such a big pack? And he goes, well, she carried all the light stuff. It I was did. just fluffy. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. yeah. Oh. Well, you know, so I mean, obviously, I wanted her to have her first bike pack. Uh, hike camping Hiking. experience. Yeah. Uh, good. You know what I mean. And and you know we, we know that we can weigh our stuff down, and that's what really what affects us. Right. So I figured, okay, you know what? I'll take I'll take the the brunt of it. You know. Um. And so, <laughs> well, go ahead. Because I've hiked with you with weight, I, I know that seems to be, that's a nemesis. You're good for like the first mile. Were, were you petering out pretty quick with that kind of weight and yeah, in the heat? Yeah, yeah. So like, so that Friday night when we got there, nine o'clock, whatever, we went in about three quarters of a mile. Yeah, you know, and so that didn't affect me whatsoever, right? You know, so we did, uh, whatever. You know, we went off the trail and then, you know, we set up camp. So that was cool. Um, so then we ended up on Saturday. We ended up leaving around ten or eleven. Uh, AM, yeah, because yeah. uh, you know, just take our time, whatever. And then <laughs> I'll let you tell this story. No, we probably hiked about two hours, then an yeah. hour and a half, and like he's just done, he's done. So we find like the biggest bush possible just to sit in the shade, and like he keeps like the trails to the left, and he keeps looking way out to the right. And finally, he's like, I think we can make it to those rocks over there. They're like five miles away or something. They were like a half mile away. 
I love the way she tells the story. That's he's so just, awesome. But he's so done by then. Like, he yeah. really does. I think you said they're like, I was he's tired. like, he's like, they're two miles away. And I'm like, maybe one. And he's like, way over one. <laughs> and, it's like, and it ended up being like a half a mile away. It was like, half a mile yeah. away. Yeah. And so we go over there. And like, they were, it was actually a really, really amazing place to end Yeah, up we found this boulderish. Is that area. is that where most of the pictures were from? Yeah. 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 Dude, that was like beautiful. Beautiful place. Yeah. It's like super nice. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. And it was like a wash area that looks like it only gets like when there's really a lot of rain that comes uh. through. So then there was like a path through the rocks where there were all the water would go through. It was really cool. Yeah. Like and so, we and that's where y'all camped then mm-hmm. for yeah. on Saturday night. So mm-hmm. you spent the day there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Vice resting in the shade, then regrouping, getting over yes. to the rocks. Yeah. yeah, we're just having fun. I mean, we set up camp early, right? So I mean, at that point, it was 12, maybe one. Yeah. And then the next three hours, we were just trying not to die in the in the heat. How hot did it get? Was it 80, 90, 85? Maybe, yeah. yeah. I mean, it, it wasn't hot, 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 you know? But, but just it, when you're in direct well, sun. It was weird, yeah, it, we, and where we tried to set ourselves, because there was predicted that it was supposed to get windy. Right. So, so he you're... was like, let's get in a valley. And so then there's no wind where we are. And it's just direct sunlight. Still, and it's all and, exposed. I mean, there's no shade. The yeah. Yuck, yeah, yeah. Rocks in the sun. And that sun can come down, man. It's, yeah. So it's like, yeah, yeah. It'll, it'll get you for sure. So. I may or may not have been in my underwear. I'm going to leave that one alone. So, were you? <laughs> That's how you leave it alone. <laughs> it was, it got hot. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so. you know, it's, it's not, not funny. What's ironic is that in, in a survival situation or when you're looking and we've done desert survival and desert searches and stuff, the first thing that people do is take their clothes off. Really? And that's that's in a searching situation when you kind of have a location and you're looking. One of the first signs that you see of people uh, losing it in the desert is is, is clothing. You'll find wow. you'll find this, uh, then you'll find this, and then you know, and ultimately, mm-hmm. if it's been a bad bad situation and now it becomes a recovery, um, a lot of the times in in a heat situation like that, they're. Uh, they're sans clothing. Because wow. it's like when you get hot and everything starts like your your brain starts boiling, uh-huh. you think you have to take the clothes off because you can't think rationally. So you start taking the clothes off. Ergo, that exposes you to more sun, intensifies and just makes the heat worse. So yeah. Oh. Um, yeah. So, I thought I was just living free. Yeah. You, you could have been on the verge of, you know, not being right. <laughs> <laughs> no, you were living you free. You know, if that ain't right, I don't want to be wrong. <laughs> Yeah, that's the way it goes. Um, so I'm nice. No, I'm just. I wouldn't saying that you were suffering. I mean, you were probably just. I might have been. I don't you could have been just free. I thought, I thought we were just having fun. But in like in a critical situation when yeah people start taking clothes off, yeah. it's it's and it's weird. And the another thing in a desert environment, you cannot like you were like Trina was saying. You were saying how far something was. You cannot judge distance. No, I was way off, obviously. Because things will look like you're lost in the desert and, and, and you see something shimmering and it's like, oh, that's just right there. Mm. It's like 20 miles away, you know, so you really can't judge distance. And then if you're heat impaired, taking off your clothes and it just escalates and everything becomes bad. 
I segued into that just because you said you were in your underwear. Well, yeah, so, and I don't know because he was still eating his top ramen. So ooh. he was probably, Boom. yeah. Eating, Take that. Were you eating it with like hot water though? Oh, yeah. So, yeah. Which, which is on my notes to ask you for our trip. What flavor top ramen do you carry? Because, A, I'm putting that in the trailer. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, chicken, we, we brought um, Oriental, right? Or soy sauce? Yeah, whatever. the Oriental yeah. soy sauce and then, uh, and then yeah. just chicken. But, I mean, whatever. Which is the one that saved my life on Mount Baldy? Chicken. chicken. Was that chicken? That was just chicken. Oh, man. At 2 o'clock in the morning when you're freezing and you can't see, that was good. Yeah, he buys it. He does buy it by the case. Yeah. Like, we have one sitting in our pantry right now. See, yeah. It's so easy to eat, right? I mean, right. just you boil it up and it's right there, <laughs> But, man. like, what I like about it is... Maybe the noodles are fine, but in the two or three times that I've experienced it on a trip with you, it's like the broth. It's like it's mm-hmm. it warms. I don't know the, the cockles of your heart. Exactly, whatever those are, <laughs> top ramen warms them up. <laughs> if you need the cockles of your heart just all glistening with warmth, top ramen broth, buddy. <laughs> yes, so I'm glad you came, Trina, because this this is just. <laughs> Following the script to a T right now. It's great. Um, Trina, does it warm your cockles of your heart? <laughs> sure. <laughs> so are you, do you, are you a top? I was one of the things that's like food, and mm-hmm. I'm just going to go out of order since we brought up the top ramen. Um, what did you do for food? Was it, was it M- MREs? Was it the, ba- I know that you bought some backpacker pantry stuff just yeah. recently. Was that for that trip? Yeah. yeah, that's what we ended up eating. And there was a couple things that we really liked. And then you didn't like the curry one so much. But you loved the curry. I loved it, but you didn't. That was surprising. Kathmandu mm-hmm. curry. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I remember you buying that one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Trina then, really likes that one. Well, and then one of the ones that, that I shared with you on our Baldy trip was the, uh, was it the biscuit and sauce, sausage and biscuit gravy? Yeah. Oh, man, that one was... That one was stupid good. Dude. They, they had that one, the um, mango coconut rice. That was oh, so, it's supposed to be a dessert, sticky rice. but it's like 600 calories. Yeah. So we shared it for good. breakfast. And, yeah. yeah. It's, it, dude. Oh, my gosh. Was mango it? sticky rice, backpackers pantry. Uh-huh. I was off the hook. I couldn't believe it. Well, in in the times that we've went out and then, you know, uh, the Dick's uh, Sporting Goods sells Backpackers Pantry and we have access to it through one of our suppliers, their foods are, are really pretty tasty. I've been impressed with some of the Backpacker Pantry stuff yeah. that we've had. And I've done Mountain House as well. But uh, Backpacker Pantries, they're a... Their sausage and gravy, or biscuits and gravy, was like yeah. That was that just, biscuit and gravy was good. Well, and then because we were reading the in the um, ingredients too on the um, the curry one, because it's vegan, and they put it, you know, oh, it's vegan, and there's like no preservatives in it. It's all like real food that you yeah. can read off the back, and I know a lot of people are concerned about stuff like that, and it's just it's whole food. Yeah, no, you just freeze, froze at ultra high temperatures to all the moisture's mm-hmm. out of it, and you just. Add some, but that all goes to like taking dehydrated food in the desert where you have to pack all your water. That just yeah. that's another whole thing to think about, right? Yep. Like, mm-hmm. how much water do we need for each of these dishes plus water to survive? So, how much water did you carry? 12 liters for, for both of us. Okay, and that was two nights. 
Yeah, well, the, the Friday yeah. night and then yeah. the Saturday night, right? Because well, so, I mean, um, I typically will carry four to six liters, right? Depending on whatever, uh, you know, where I'm going, stuff like that. Right. So I figured, you know what? Let's just, it's Joshua Tree. Let's just be safe and, you know, six liters a piece. So ended up coming back with two liters. So, okay. But we, yeah, we used 10 liters. You were close then. I mean, you... No, no. So that's a pretty good estimate. And did you did you do three meals? Did you do a breakfast, lunch, and a dinner? Or did you kind of snack throughout the day for lunch? Or, I mean, how did... Um, well, yeah, those meals are so big. Those, um, like the curry was so big, it ended up being lunch and dinner. Yeah. And yeah. With top ramen a couple times in between. <laughs> Just because... Just because you yeah. like it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that, I think so. Well, I know that in the two trips that we've done, you, you depending on the activity, you really got to manage your calorie intake. Because we, you know, we, we, both times we were at over 10,000 feet. Hell, we were sleeping at 9,500, weren't we? Yeah, that, mm-hmm. on the second trip. And then the first, no, both trips we were sleeping at over 9,000 feet. And started here at fifteen hundred feet to get there on both trips. So you really expend a calorie. So that's a, that's a lot of the planning too. Is is trying to figure out how to eat. Yeah, those what, meals are made for people that are really exerting themselves, yeah, like and, more than the couple miles that we did. Yeah, and like yeah. our first trip, we did the um, we did the the MREs, and those are just calorie laden, and really just fill you up. Not really fill you up, but keep the tank full, and you never really fill physically full if that makes any sense so it's funny how it's been a while since i've had an mre now yeah i've gotten spoiled with the backpackers pantry so you're pretty much you think that's going to be your kind of go-to for yeah is that what you're going to carry for the for the for adventure ride too i think so yeah or time to use up the mres I i might have to but i mean that's a good survival thing anyways, just to have the MREs at home. Yeah, for the uh, uh, zombie apocalypse. Mm-hmm. Yeah, whatever, whatever's coming. Right, right. Yeah. So, I mean, we'll have to figure, I mean, I don't mean to go to that route, but we'll have to figure out our water situation. But I think there will be water. There's, at the, there, yeah, they have, um, they have water. At over, the campground. At so the we campground. just need water to and from. Just to get there. Yeah. Okay, so um, my biggest question, uh, and it's out of order, would you do it again? Yeah, yeah. So we already have some ideas of things that we might want to do, and we're gonna start trying to distribute the weight a little bit better. Like I'm gonna start taking maybe five pounds on more each okay. time we go. Like, yeah, maybe I'll carry a water bottle. Next Car- time. Carry carry but, a water bottle yeah. and a and a and a food <laughs> pack. Maybe yeah. the tent. And yeah, yeah. yeah well, so. that's cool. So, um, your first trip, what what were your expectations, or what were you thinking was it was going to be like, as opposed to what it was like? If that makes sense. Yeah, I guess it just, well, and this is just because he was so nice to me. Like, I expected it to be harder. I expected my back to hurt, uh-huh. you know, more than it did. And maybe my hips to hurt a little bit. And, like, I have a little bit of a hip problem in my left hip. And so, like, I was a little bit concerned about that sort of thing. But he, and then I think that's a lot of reasons why he may have took on so much that he did that first time that we went out. Uh. And so, but it is really enjoyable when you're out there. Like, it yeah. is... Like, I 
kind of grew up in um well i grew up in hemet in the diamond valley area like near where the dam is now but they didn't have the dam there when yeah. i was little and so it was just open land everywhere yeah. and so i'm used to not being around a lot of people but i was really surprised what it's like when there's nobody around, so like when it's just dead, dead quiet yeah. right like so mm-hmm. quiet at night and then the view where, where did you have a good yeah we, lot of stars out at night yeah yeah, it was yeah. really, really pretty. Yeah, and I mean, I thought there were a lot of stars, you know, at my dad's house, you know, yeah. when we were growing up. And, like, it is pretty unbelievable, like, when you're completely away from people. and Yeah. It's, yeah. You it's don't, yeah. It's, it's spooky. I don't, but relax, spookingly relaxing, too, at the same time. It's like, wow, it doesn't take but 100 yards, and you're just away from everything out here. And, uh, well, that's yeah. cool. So um, you would do it again. What was the thing, uh, the big, what was your biggest takeaway or what did you, what was your, the thing you learned the most? Is, I mean, I don't know if you went in trying to learn because you, your first trip, yeah. I didn't know what your, what you had set the expectations or what it was going to be like, but what did you think was your biggest takeaway uh, as far as like learning or, or preparing for your next trip? I don't know. I think it surprised me how much I enjoyed it. I know this sounds strange, but my dad was a big camper, you know, Uh growing up. And so it was my mom. Like, they were really into that. They had a whole setup. They would, you know, plan everything, be written out and planned out and ready to go. Because we would always take my brother and I would go. And then our two cousins would go, too. So there was always four kids. Yeah. You know, so they were very outnumbered when we would go. And so I was... I don't know. In a lot of ways, like I've told them this, I'm like, I don't think I like camping. I had to camp my whole childhood. Like, right. you know, and we would go for two weeks at a time. Wow. And so by the time we'd get home. How old do you go for yeah, two weeks? Well, um, one time we did, yeah, we did Nevada, we Arizona, Nevada, all the way up to Yellowstone, and then all the way over to Washington, and then all the way back down to California. And, yeah. And stayed at campgrounds like yeah. the whole mm-hmm. time. Yeah, we okay. camped the whole time. And that one was actually a pretty hard trip on me because I had gone to YMCA camp up in Idlewild for two weeks right. before that and we got home we washed my mom washed my clothes and we left the next day wow so so i wasn't home for a month yeah so like when you're 10 and you're going through this i'm just like i hate camping i just want to go home like, yeah yeah and so it was kind of a, a trip on top of a trip okay. type of thing and so it was a lot and so in my mind i've always thought i didn't enjoy this kind of thing like but right. it may have just been i was young and it was more like this is what you're doing yeah, kind of thing didn't really as have a trip. Yeah. But I know this was the first backpacking or hiking mm-hmm. camping trip, but yeah. you've done the car camping, yeah. right? Yeah, we go you camping. and Jonathan have done that quite a bit. Yeah. And you like that or mm-hmm. and uh your daughter, does she go? Does she do the the camping trips like the car camping or yeah. is she a camper? Does she like it or is she is she kind of like you now? Like uh don't like it as a kid but maybe likes it now no, or I think she really pretty much enjoys it. She well, I feel like she does it to please me because it's not like it's like top of mind for her. She was now, she at won- the same time last year. She did fall in love with Yosemite, and then so she did, made multiple trips with her friends from college to go to Yosemite. Yeah, and yeah. We she, we get postcards. And we're like, oh, she went to Yosemite again. Okay. Yeah. Well, and she did that. That. That your your wild boar expedition up north too, didn't she we? did. Yeah, she did. Yeah, and she did like that. Yeah. So it's you know I think as a kid you know she's twenty now, but uh, it's not like the first thing that she's gonna go like oh I have free time hey dad do you want to go camping? It's more like dad says you know hey let's go camping and he's like okay and so once she's out there then she's like oh wow I'm really glad you brought me out 
Yeah. Didn't you do Boy Scout Trail with her at Joshua I did. Tree? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. I couldn't try to remember. And she enjoyed that, right? Or as far as as far she as did. you know? Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, she's a she's a real trooper. Yeah. So with stuff like that. And she enjoys doing she's an athlete, so that helps out a lot too. I right. Think. So what's 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 next on the agenda? Uh, Kayak camping. Yeah, we- <laughs> We just, he just bought a ton of stuff from Amazon. Like, I think yeah. you, if you were at the shop yesterday, it probably well, all came in. And well, well, I like, saw it. I was like, Jonathan, did you get something from Amazon today? Nothing, nothing. Crickets, you know, whatever. And then he's like, I'm taking a lunch. Like, oh my gosh. Wow, he's taking a lunch. <laughs> he took his shirt off, grabbed some stuff, and is like, the heck is Jonathan doing? And Sherry's like, I don't know. He just, like, did he leave? And everybody's like, I don't know. He didn't say anything to anybody. And then like 20 minutes later, he comes in and grabs a tool and he runs. I'm like, what the heck is he doing? And I snuck around the corner. I was like, oh, he got a kayak rack for the top of the car. And we got a new paddle. And yeah, you got a got navigational light. Is that, is, did I see that in the box? Or? Yeah. Yeah. The navigation lights. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. So that we can kayak at night. We've been kayaking, kayaking at night. Well, I know. Yeah. Y'all have done that. Yeah. But, so let's back up. Yeah. Um, you you came in and said, "Hey, we found something new, kayaking, and and Trina really likes it. So I think we're. I think you know I'm going to start looking for a kayak. So what I got did. what what got you into kayaking, Trina? Well, I used to go to Hume Lake for um, camp with our church for like a um, for a whole week during uh-huh. the summers, and so I went for three different summers, and they had. Um, the lake, basically. So yeah. you would have free time from like lunch to dinner to go do whatever, you know, you were free activities. And they had really light, lightweight kayaks that you could either one for yourself or one with a, a like a friend. And so they were a lot of fun to take out. Like we'd rent like three kayaks. So six of us girls would go out there and they were fast. They were super fast. And, yeah. You know, that sort of thing. And so you'd be able to just kind of park out in the middle of the lake and we'd throw our legs over each other's kayaks. And like the three, like the three kayaks, we'd just sit there and talk. And I just remembered like that was such a fun experience. And it is a little bit different now. The kayak we have is very, it's like probably twice as big as the one that I used to go on. But it is so you can put a bunch of stuff in there and you can make a day trip out of it. And it's right. not just like, because basically the only thing we could fit in there was our towels. Right. You know, there wasn't yeah. a lot of room to have a lot of other stuff on there. And so I just really, really enjoyed that. And so we, our friends have one. Then it's the same exact model as the one we have. And so we borrowed it a couple of times and we just really enjoyed it. And it's something that we could do together. Yeah, that's what, I mean, Jonathan mentioned, he goes, it's A, it's something she likes to do. B, it's something we can both do together. Mm-hmm. I enjoy it. She enjoys it. I'm leaving early to go kayaking. See yeah. ya. <laughs> yeah, I know. We went a little crazy the first like month. We oh, went I a know. Like, Yeah, he was he was waterlogged and it's yeah. like... <laughs> All, all over the place. Yeah. And, and you went and you've seen fireworks at night on the we kayak, have, right? Like yeah. done, went down into the bay. Yeah. But I don't want to talk about that it. That was the only time that we probably shouldn't have been out where we were without having the lights yet. Because when you stay on the one side of Mission Bay by the park, there's a lot of lights in the park. Uh-huh. And so it lights up the whole area that you're in. So you kind of don't have to have. And then at night, the jet skiers aren't allowed out there and the boats right. aren't allowed in that section. So it, you're not going to run into anybody out there. Like they could see you visibly. It's like lit up. Yeah. But when we were out over by the San Diego or the SeaWorld side, like there's nothing. There's, over yeah. There and it's dark on and that side. And it's very, very dark. Yeah. And I've, like, I know the amusement park is right there. 
but it's very, very dark. <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead. I see out of the corner of my eye towards the left, I see a dolphin come up. And I was like, okay, just, I'm not going to say anything. I'm just going to let them go by us. Because I'm thinking maybe it's one dolphin. And then right in front of us, two come up. And so I'm not even telling them at this point yet. I think it's a, there's a whole pod of dolphins like, around us right now. And I'm like, okay, what do you want to do? And he just starts paddling backwards, paddling backwards. He's like, we're just going to back up a little bit. And like, within 10 seconds, we're on the shore. Like, he's really backing up at this point. And I'm like, all right, so we're on the shore then. Well, I like, think the backstory that our listeners need to know is you have an unnatural fear of something oh. in the water, right, Jonathan? I can't, can't see, see. Up, down in the water. I don't know what's under me. That's a freaky, man. <laughs> when, he, when he told... Because I asked him, I said, so are you ever planning on going out like in the ocean? And I couldn't even get the in out of ocean out before he said, <laughs> oh, hell no, 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 no. I'm like, why? He goes, there's things in the ocean you can't see. Yeah. <laughs> it's true. So we, we Jonathan's <laughs> afraid of, uh, okay, afraid to maybe a big word and I apologize. No, afraid is fine. <laughs> I admit I'm definitely afraid of mountain lions, and you're afraid of water mammals, so or sharks <laughs> Pretty, or, yeah. or anything else. Any, anything in the water you cannot see. Yes. <laughs> I mean, you know, so like it that should have been really cool, right? And and really, if you think about it, it was really cool. Yeah. Like, oh my gosh, like we're in Mission Bay, uh, San Diego. Yeah. Uh, we're right across San Diego, uh, Sea World. We're waiting for the fireworks to pop up, right? Uh huh. And then these pot of dolphins come up which like, are like the friendliest this animal should be like awesome. you can encounter in the ocean <laughs> yeah except it's... when they're horny oh my gosh. then oh. they're very aggressive oh, haven't you seen those videos family show? <laughs> i'm telling you you know they mate for life though so it's fine <laughs> <laughs> you'll have a friend forever jonathan i uh, apparently apparently yeah. um yeah, so he, he, he told me about about the, the mammals. Yeah, I didn't even tell him until we were on the shore that I'd been like, I think it was a whole pot of dolphins, yeah. but yeah. So but you got to see fireworks. So, <laughs> <laughs> so you're seeing fireworks. So, so the kayak rack is now on the car. And yeah, I mean, you know, I've been figuring stuff out, right, with uh -huh. the kayak and stuff. And then, um, I, the, the, when I, Without the rack, I the, the I would just lay the kayak down on the top of the roof rack, yeah, and it would just take up the whole roof rack, yeah. So the, with the kayak rack, obviously it gets to tilt a little bit, and so, then I still have the the uh, a Yakima uh, uh, cargo box. So I was about to say, with the vertical kayak rack, do you have room for your rocket box exactly. up there as well? Mm -hmm. And is it on the opposite side? So you, kayaks on this side, you can open up on this side. Yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah. 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 Sweet. So now I could do a whole lot of things. Yeah. You know, except pay for gas. I mean, that's really the deal. Well, who can't at five dollars a gallon? It's <laughs> so that yeah. whole that whole commuting yeah. one day a week, I think, is going to save me some money. <laughs> Show me the money. Help the pocketbook. Allow you to 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 drive. To, you know, to Elsinore once a week yeah. now, or, or something. <laughs> I don't know. Uh -huh. So, yeah. but the fun part though is like, so my hope here is, uh, it's opening up opportunities to go up the 395 because there's a bunch of lakes up there, mm -hmm. you know, and you, you we can actually go, quote unquote, overlanding, um, you know, th uh, uh, off the roads in the whatever the was it the Eastern Sierras, uh huh, 
Um, and there's a lot of lakes, so we can camp. So like camp, kayak for today, and come back to your camp. You're going to have a base camp and just do activities, right? Uh Yeah, the Sierras, man, they're just a playground of fun for whatever you want to do, right? It's taking me this long to figure that out. Well, and we kind of missed the season. We're figuring out a little bit because some parts already have snow in them. Yeah. So we'll probably do, yeah. like, kayaking season may be over for a little while now with us but unless we go down to San Diego about again. About to say, but in Southern California, you still have opportunity. To, yeah. I don't know about camping and kayaking, but no. there's... But just kayaking, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. yeah. We're, we're good with kayaking, yeah. per se. Yeah. Um, so right now, it's the competition of kayaking and Disneyland. Yeah. <laughs> well, and we do want to make some trips out to Death Valley. Yes. Now that the temperatures are dropping there so is yeah. it, uh are you going to visit uh any of those places from the movie that I that was inspiration but okay yeah. okay because yeah. so yeah. well to tell tell to yeah. tell everyone what movie. that was the deal um i'm, I'm brain and what wow. is that i can't so there's on amazon prime i can't remember the uh name. there's a mo- uh, uh, independent film yeah. Uh, it's called Find Me. That's it. Find yeah, Me. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it's uh and it's a bad Asian actor dude. Writer, director. Writer, director, yeah. star. Uh-huh. However, yeah. the star of the movie is the scenery and the actual adventure that he goes on. I thought the premise of the movie is he's he works in a cubicle and never gets out and just does his mundane life day to day. And a friend of his who works at the office with him, who's a carefree spirit, who goes on vacations and does things, tries to get him out of his shell. So she doesn't show up to work one day and doesn't show up to work for like three days. And then a letter shows up to the guy that's in the cubicle because says, find me. And she leaves him clues and he's all torn on what to do. Yeah. But she sends him on a road trip through four or five different iconic, iconic locations for him to get out and experience life and the world. And it's all about finding her, Yeah, you know, and I'm not going to ruin or say any more than that. So he goes on these awesome adventures. Yeah. And like, uh, uh, I know so, Death Valley's one of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it started with um, the Zion. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Because right? I knew one of the places I yeah. had been. So yeah. Zion, yeah. Nas- said too, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Zion like, oh, National Park. Um, and then essentially, uh, he had to visit the Narrows. Right. And we've been at the Narrows uh, two, three years ago, and oh, yeah. we fell There's in love with that There's a reason why place. they include that in the movie. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So then there was the Narrows, um, and then uh, I guess this is where Death Valley is, Sinewinder Canyon. Well, that's on the way to Death Valley, right? It's a little side canyon. Yeah, yeah slash a, Badwater Basin. Yeah, that's yeah. a different location yeah. than his other, than his Death Valley. Yeah, yeah, is yeah. That, okay. Because then yeah. in Death Valley, he runs into the people camping and they, you know, do some yeah. camping. And that's when he sees the stars. Is that Agua Dulce? Yeah, I believe so. Yeah. I, I, yeah. yeah. Oh. Mm-hmm. And then Cracker Point was a fun one that... Who knows? I'm right. gonna have to Google that one. Right. And then Grand Staircase. Yeah. And that's the new Yosemite, right? That's the Yosemite. For that. One. Well, Grand the Sierras. Well, Grand Staircase is, is Grand Staircase is, is in Utah, but he okay. does end up in Yosemite. Yeah, right? he ends yeah. up in Yosemite. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. So the Death Valley, I thought the trips mm-hmm. through Sidewinder Canyon was actually really, Those really cool. So yeah. is that yeah. is that the inspiration for that? That's our yeah. yeah. No, that's we're we're gonna. We're gonna follow 
his itinerary. That is yeah. so awesome. That's so cool. Yeah. So yeah. No. So it's uh, definitely more enjoyable when your significant other is interested. Yeah. All, um, yeah. For sure. So, right. Yeah. Right. And so like, I love it. Like, you know, my wife and I, we met rock climbing at Joshua Tree. Yeah. You know, so we have that love and that thrill and that desire as well. So, you know, we've rafted, we spent 14 mm-hmm. days at the bottom of the Grand Canyon. So it is enjoyable when you find someone that enjoys it and, and will go through the adventures with you. So that is that. Yeah, it just makes it fun, you know, and. I'll take a I'll take a back seat to Trina, Jonathan. That's fine. You know, if you do do adventures with her, it's it's okay. I won't. I'll let you guys ride your bicycles on the street, and I'll stay at home on this one. Yeah. yeah. She, apparently, she's not going to be doing the bike camping with no. us. She'll kayak, car camp, and hike camp with so, you. Yeah, you guys but don't she's gonna like. Dr- yeah, you guys gonna, have your things. I don't like cars, and I'm on, I'm on a bike. Yeah. Going to draw the line that's at the old car thing. camping. Well. I am so glad you came in tonight. Gives me a little more insight to, you know, Jonathan <laughs> and his fear of water mammals or anything in the water that Plankton, he can't. Plankton, whatever. But yeah. the, the thing is, it's like if he's if he's afraid, he would actually get in a kayak in the dark. So that's or agree to be yeah. in a kayak where he knows it's going to be dark afterwards. So well, commendable to you, Jonathan, to face yeah. your fears of being. Where we were, though, I'm really surprised there were dolphins because it was in a cove inside a cove inside a cove. Basically, yeah. once you start getting back in there, and like, yeah, to think there was a whole like pod of dolphins in there. You're like, why? They why? Had no you? reason to be in there, <laughs> other than to scare you. <laughs> I swear. Well, that's awesome. So what is, I mean, do you have a trip planned next? What's, is there one in the hopper that's coming up soon other than Disneyland or just still kind of waiting? Probably going to do anything between now and Christmas or waiting to after the first of the year? No, something's going to happen before Christmas. Okay. Um, and uh, we're just looking for our schedules to line up a little bit. And then, yeah. I mean, Death Valley, that's going to be a one day, you know, trip type thing it's not gonna be like an overnighter you know um if it does turn into overnighter it's yeah we're gonna leave friday night and you know something and find a dirt to just park and just set up a tent yeah Yeah. so um yeah i don't know that there's we'll have fun stories to tell if sooner or later (laughs) right yeah and uh we're gearing up for our trip i think we're looking at the first week in december yeah something like that yeah yeah so get a uh, get Vinny and all his gear dialed in. Yeah. So see see what he can beg borrow still from the two of us to make our, make the trip. Um, and we're at an interesting situation. Uh, we're we're rolling into the end of of this episode. And uh, as I look on the board, our next one we we still got to figure out. Twenty nine and thirty. Uh, apparently. Yeah. So. Uh, <laughs> I guess the listeners will will find out twenty nine when when twenty nine is published because that's <laughs> <laughs> so so we can't give you a teaser for next week's episode other than that hey there will be an episode and don't be surprised if it's if we spend the next one or two episodes talking about adventure cycling and gear and just I don't know overlanding on two wheels so we have a lot of a uh, lot of ideas in the, in the air coming up between now and the end of the year as well as adventures that we have planned and are going to be sharing. So Trina, thank you for, for joining us tonight. It was a real pleasure and uh, I'm glad you came. Appreciate it. Thank you. Yeah. And now that, now that you know, it's not, not nerve wracking and hard, I'm sure that I'm going to invite you back. Oh, 
Okay. After after trips with Jonathan, so I can find out the real story. <laughs> so tell us the truth. How did it really go? No. Um, thank you, Jonathan. Um, uh, th- thanks. Uh, thank you. Thank you. Thank, and, thank you very much. And look right over there. Yep, you can see it. That's the weekend. Get out there, everybody. Have fun. Enjoy yourselves. Live life. Ride a bike. Paddle a kayak. I don't know. Get over your fear of uh, water mammals. Whatever it takes. Get out. Have fun. Uh, Again, Trina, thank you for joining us. Jonathan, as always, it's a pleasure. Sayonara. There you go. That's what I was waiting for. Boom. Thanks, guys. See ya. See ya.